let's check back in with the Cherokee. Now, the last thing I mentioned was how the Cherokee settled disputes by playing the beloved yet violent game of stickball. Games of stickball often had political undertones, kind of like the World Cup or Olympics do today. But suddenly, some newcomers came round who didn't play ball. Of course, I'm talking about European settlers. For the first 200 years of European settlement, the Cherokee managed to keep their land by signing treaties and carefully aligning with one colonial power against another. But after the United States gained independence, the American government pursued a policy of what they called civilization. Ultimately, what the government wanted was for the indigenous Americans to be more like the new Americans. There were five tribes here in the Southeast that were at least somewhat receptive to this policy. In the eyes of the government, they were seen as the five civilized tribes. These tribes included the Choctaws, Chickasaws, Creeks, Seminoles, and of course, the Cherokee. Following the civilization policy, the Cherokee adopted many customs of Western culture, including clothing, education, and even the Christian faith. By the 19th century, the Cherokee nation had a democratic government and a constitution and many of its people were learning English. They were, some might have said, following the rules. Most Cherokee hoped that with these changes, they would gain the respect of the newcomers. It's during this time of great transition that an industrious Cherokee man called Sequoia really made a name for himself. Sequoia was born in Tennessee around the time of the American Revolution. A jack of all trades, he was a silversmith, painter, and even a soldier, serving with the U.S. Army during the War of 1812. You see, in Sequoia's day, despite all the new changes throughout the Cherokee Nation, there was one thing the Cherokee didn't have, and that was a written language. The more Sequoia thought about it, the more he realized this was a real disadvantage. So he did what any normal person would do and began designing one himself. Now, to build a written language is a tough challenge for anybody. But Sequoia really was, on paper, not the man for the job. You see, he only knew one language, Cherokee, which, as I've pointed out, didn't have a writing system. And to make up a written language, it kind of helps to know an existing one. But he was 100% illiterate, with no reading or writing skills whatsoever. But Sequoia was smart. And more importantly, he was determined. First, he tried to assign a symbol to every word but the number of words soon became overwhelming. So he spent hours and hours listening to his people speak, picking out vowels and recurring sounds. In the end, he isolated 85 different syllables of the Cherokee spoken language. Now the real test was how to represent them 
with written syllables. He studied books, including the Bible, to get a better sense of what unique letters could look like. And then he designed 85 of them. To test his new system, he needed a guinea pig. And he chose his young daughter, Ayoka. By age six, Ayoka was learning the syllables of this new Cherokee script. And it worked. They could communicate with the alphabet Sequoia created. But Sequoia's fellow Cherokee were not impressed by the idea of a written language. In fact, they skeptically viewed his undertaking as some kind of superstition. They accused Sequoia and Ayoka of witchcraft and actually brought them to trial. The town chief, who presided over the trial, separated Sequoia and his daughter and then instructed them to exchange messages to test this new form of communication. Well, they did just that and the chief saw that the writing system worked. And the warriors present for the trial saw that the writing system worked. They went from being all superstitious to being super curious. Well, it just exploded from there. Within a few years, most Cherokee could read and write in their own language. The Cherokee Nation declared Sequoia's system as the official alphabet in 1825. And after a Christian missionary donated a printing press, the Cherokee established the Cherokee Phoenix newspaper, which was the first bilingual newspaper in American history. And in a matter of years, Sequoia's writing system would be a crucial communication tool as the Cherokee faced their darkest hour. We'll talk more about those trying times shortly. Today, you'll find a big statue of Sequoia outside the Museum of the Cherokee Indian, back in the town of Cherokee, where we began the tour. And you can still see Sequoia's syllables on street signs and buildings throughout the areas where Cherokee tribes live. An incredible legacy 